I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse, and you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. Like, I know influencers that put their Christmas tree up, like, first day of September because they're shooting their content and they need to have that Christmas tree up. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 133. If you're enjoying our podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. We would love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're going to chat about how you can prepare your business for the holidays. I feel like we should have like little jingle bells going on in the Mm, background here. mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm that good, but I'll see if I can make that happen. Uh, From a marketing perspective, but also how to set yourself up so you can take some time off during that most wonderful time of the year, even though I know this is just August uh, that we're talking about this. So yeah, that's that's the focus. But Mm. before we get going, it is still summer. Jesse, what are you drinking? So I actually am not drinking anything at the moment, but I have this craving for a drink that I had while we were on a recent trip. And I mm. ordered this like cucumber margarita. No idea how they made it, mm. but it was so refreshing that now I'm like craving it. So I'm going to like do some Googling and maybe like by the next, I don't know, maybe in like a month, one of our next episodes, I'll chime it back in on it. <laughs> You know, it's funny you say you've been craving something because I have been craving something ever since I saw one of your Instagram stories. And it was, if your business was a cocktail, what would it be? Oh, and I didn't even, I didn't even come up with that one by myself. It was Haley Denker Marketing who did it. Oh, yes. okay. Well, what whoever came up I with know. it. I know. I All of a sudden I was like, oh, that is a really great question. And of course... My go-to drink and what I feel like fashionably Kate and company embodies is the Kia Royale, which is um, either sham. Some people do it with cassis. Um, I don't know if I'm saying that right, uh, which is like a blackberry liqueur. Some people do it with Chambord, which is a raspberry liqueur and champagne. Mm. And that is that was actually the drink at my wedding, my like little signature cocktail when everybody was doing signature cocktails. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. I think they do. Do they? Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say it was um like come come nine it was nine years ago now so <laughs> like I'm sure some of the stuff I did I was totally outdated already um, but yes I have definitely been craving one of those ever since I saw that question and I think I answered that I think I answered you on yeah that I think you story. did and yeah. bringing back Chambord when I was in college there were Chambord bombs. Where they would just like what? That's like the bougiest bomb I've ever heard of. Yeah, so it would be. I don't know if they added anything else to it, but it was definitely okay. like shampoo, shambord, and like Red Bull. <laughs> okay, not so bougie, but no, no, it was wow. like it was. Yeah, it was great though because it tastes <laughs> good. It tastes really good. So I, lo- I love, I love, I actually have shambord in the back of my fridge, which of course I haven't touched in a very long time, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting rid of it. Because it was an expensive bottle. You know, I made Chambord cupcakes once. That sounds good. It was delicious. Okay. All good. right. Now on to. All right. So, yeah, we're, we're talking about holidays and um, yeah. how we can both start thinking about how to prep from two different perspectives. You guys know mm-hmm. Kate is the influencer and I have my small business. And so what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to talk about how we, uh, you know, prep 
how we shoot our content, how we can take time off, and um, how we get everything done in advance so that we can make all that happen. Right, right. So first off, we're going to look at, you know, as Jesse said, with the influencer, there's like a, I mean, it's the end of August and people are already starting to post for their, you know, if they haven't started posting, they have their holiday campaigns like negotiated. Well, like, I think if you can like done. start, so I, we were just talking about this before we got on and, and yeah. I don't see a lot of content yet for like the holidays. You probably do just because you're tied into the the industry, but I will mm-hmm. say that how I do see it and where I see it and we can, and if everybody listening starts to think about this as well is yeah. in the stores. So you know how right now, like, yeah. well, I actually haven't been into like a normal store lately, but if like right now we're definitely in the thick of going back to school. So everything's going back to school. Right. And then once, and Halloween. Everybody's, once everybody's in school, we're going to start to see Halloween stuff. And then once oh, I've already Halloween, seen Halloween costumes, yeah. it's ridiculous. So, so that's, I think if, if we start to think of when should I start promoting holiday as content, think about how the stores do it. It's usually a couple months yeah. in advance. Even if you're not paying attention to the holidays, talking about like fashion and, you know, updating your wardrobe, how many times like, you know, do you oh, bathing suits come out in February because, well, but, spring, yeah, spring break, I guess. Is, like, and I guess break. and I'm so behind the times because like I was shopping for some, you know, um, nursing friendly clothes and didn't think about it until, you know, after I had the kid and <laughs> Now, I like I I remember I was texting my mom and I was like, I cannot find anything like where I was. It's like that I really feel like looks good on me and is nursing friendly. And she's like, yeah, that's because you're shopping for summer and it's already like June, July. And, you know, they're already moving on towards fall and even winter clothes. And she's totally right. Mm-hmm. So even thinking about it just from a fashion point of view or a, um, you know, plans point of view, people are already planning stuff for the fall and the winter. Uh, even though we're still in the, you know, in the thick of summer. Mm -hmm. Um, So just just taking the time to think about it like that is definitely a good, good idea. So as I said, we're going to start talking about it from a couple different angles. First off, scheduling content, posting content. That's probably the biggest thing you can do to prep for the holidays is even if you don't regularly schedule your content, um, when you should be doing it is especially when you're taking time off. Yes, exactly. And you can do this. Um, you know, there's a lot of free apps that you can actually schedule your stuff to post automatically. Um, like Planoly has a free section. Later has a free section. Plan P L A N N. Yeah, I was looking at that one, and it's I not think super I great. I mean, on. I would say from like a UX like user interface, it's not as great, but it's free. It's working and it's free. Yeah. And I totally might be looking at that. So there are all kinds of different, and we've talked about that on the show, like apps that we use that kind of make our life easier when it comes to getting our content out there, um, which I can certainly find and link up in the show notes. So, you know, finding software, apps, whatever that can schedule out your content while you're taking off. So you're not thinking about posting that blog, but a lot of, a lot of, um, websites you can schedule your blog posts to go live on a certain day like i don't even know of any blog you know blogs that don't have that capability so you can do that 
Um, you can use things like Planoly, Plan, Later, Social Champ to schedule your social media posts. Um, I know newsletters. Plan- newsletters is a big one. Yeah. And I haven't sent out a newsletter and I cannot tell you how long <laughs> thinking about that. But, you know, that's another thing. I know MailChimp, you can't schedule your newsletters if you're on a free mm-hmm. account. So that's one thing to take advantage of, take into account is, you know, um, you might sign up for like a free account somewhere on that, but you might not be able to auto have them like schedule it for you. So that's one thing to just take a look at. Um, So finding stuff that works for you, for your schedule, for your budget um, is going to be key to being able to automate your content strategy. So, so there's that. one thing I would say is looking at your business and seeing mm-hmm. wh- what content you want to continue running while you are on vacation. So for me, that would be rescheduling all my social media posts, rewriting and scheduling my blog posts, aka make sure that I'm working with my my blog writer, Kate, in advance, you know, not throwing too much at her at the last minute. So if you have subcontractors getting them aligned with your Mm -hmm. schedule, making sure that's ready to go. And then my newsletters. So those are the three main areas that I'm going to have pre-scheduled. And that for me, it's going to be, yeah, same thing. Blog posts, social media posts, emails, when I finally get back on the email train. And um, I think that's it in that respect. To get all this content ready, you either have to create the content. So some of it might just be like graphics. It might be the written content, the copy blog posts. It might be your written Mm -hmm. your written emails. But if you need any sort of photographic or or video content, that all has to be done in advance. So Kate, talk to us a little bit about what um if you're an influencer, you know, how far in advance do you do you ideally like to have that like library created for you to then create the content to schedule it? Well luckily so we did a shoot Later than I probably should have done it in 2021. We did it in early November um, for my content for the holidays. But now that I have all of that kind of under my belt, it's been fantastic because I've, you know, just kind of supplementing each year, like getting stuff done on top of it because you did such a great job of getting it like done. And I just look two years younger in the photos. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, this year I might have to do something about it because I have another kid. So that might be That's like, why is this why why is this other child not appearing in any of the photos and this other one looks so much younger than she actually is? Uh-huh, um uh-huh. yeah, you know, so that is something you need to take it into account. A uh, whole other story. Um when it as I said, when it comes to the influencer side, like this is August, a lot of influencers, at least the really successful ones, so not me. Um, have their contracts negotiated already. So they usually have the products that they're going to be shooting or they, they're in transit so that they can have all of their content shot either now or by the end of September. Like I know influencers that put their Christmas tree up like first day of September because they're shooting their content and they need to have that Christmas tree up and that's how it's going to go. <laughs> that would drive me nuts. Um, so one of the other reasons why we had shot it in November is because I only was able to convince Alex to do it like the weekend after. I think it was. What was it? 
Veterans Day, mm-hmm. I think, is when I got them to do it. Other than that, it's always been like after Thanksgiving. Um, so there's, you know, you have to have everything together. You have to have all of your props and your products. And, um, you know, if you're doing gift guides, the stuff for your gift guides, if you're doing, if you're promoting certain events, you know, having the stuff to do that, you have it all, have to have it all together so that you really have everything shot at the very latest by September, because you're going to have to submit that content that you know for approval to the different brands you're working with and if they aren't happy you're going to have to go back and reshoot mm-hmm. and that takes time and money and all that kind of stuff so shooting is usually done by the end of september at the latest mm-hmm. and that then and that, again that's if you haven't like I, I knew influencers that were posting um halloween content the day after july 4th independence mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. because that's that's also that's another thing it depends on what your focus is you know pretty much every influencer does focus on the holidays because it's an awesome opportunity to make money with like affiliate links as well as brand partnerships so that seems to be the one of the busiest times of the year which also makes it hard to take time off true um when it comes down to it because you're constantly you know you're still dming people where'd you get this and that kind of thing so yeah. End of September is is would be my suggestion at the very latest yeah. to have that shot. So you're ta- and then from a photographer's point of view, so you're you're scheduling people like that. If you're working with influencers, you're probably very busy around the August, September time for that kind of thing. Yeah. So, so. from from my my business perspective, it's not super seasonal. And I may, you know, end up creating some content, you know. That's actually, I, I know I owe you some topics for upcoming content in August and September. So perhaps that's an opportunity for me to prep people for holiday content, right? A little bit more of, you know, tips to create, you know, holiday content in your brand yeah. session, whatever that is. But because what- while, while your brand might not necessarily be super seasonal, seasonally specific, as a person, as a personal brand, you still want to acknowledge that there are holidays happening and wishing people a happy happy holiday whatever that holiday is because that's another way to kind of um get let them know that you care that you know it's it builds that no like and trust factor in terms of you know you're wishing them that happy holiday so even if you aren't really a seasonal business you should have some kind of seasonal content available just even for those days the other thing I was going to mention, not necessarily for me, but for photo- portrait photographers who are booking, you know, family shoots. Oh, true. I, I know that many of, you know, families want their Christmas cards to be ordered and done ideally before December. But if you live in New England, like we do, you aren't going to want to shoot in December because everything is going to look drab and dreary. So a lot of the time, unless you're looking for like a winter-like shoot, which we don't really get a lot of snow anyways due to climate change. That's a whole other <laughs> topic. Of it is real, people. But um, but that is why many photographers do offer fall minis to allow those families to get that perfect family photo for their holiday cards. So you yeah. want to start thinking about that now because let's say you are planning, let's say your your fall season is September, October. And it's already August. You may want to get those dates blocked off, sort of tease your audience. That's what I do with my minis in general. So you want to tease your audience, start collecting interest for that. So that's what I would say for shooting um, to help 
prep for your holiday. That's a really good point. Not something I thought about either. So Um, now thinking about, you know, a lot of this is is, we're talking about this because we want to take time off. So Kate and I are pretty Mm -hmm. good about taking off in the holidays. We generally don't record our podcast around the holidays. We usually at least take Christmas week off. I usually take Christmas week and the following week off, if not maybe a third week. So a lot of this um, happens because we are planning ahead. And this means front loading the work we've talked about shooting, we've talked about scheduling content. But one thing that I also do to help front load some of my work is take a look at my schedule, see what shoots I have coming up. And Mm -hmm. if I need to try and deliver those images before I go on vacation, or if it can wait till after vacation. Mm -hmm. And then if I have shoots directly right after I come off a vacation, I want to make sure all the prep and planning is done in advance. So if I'm like taking off until let's say July 9th, maybe I have a shoot on the 11th. I may want to connect with that client. If not, if we haven't had our shoot plan call, make sure to do that. All of the work done in advance. If I have any other deliverables or needs for my clients, making sure that's done before I go off on vacation, I'm talking. And then thinking about like those shoots that are happening after vacation and what I need to do. No, that makes, that makes sense. Um, with me, yes, I try to take off the week of Christmas, then the week after. Uh, I haven't really taken off like a third week most of the time because then it gets into a whole other cycle. So once you finish up all the holiday stuff, then it's, oh, it's New Year's stuff. And, you know, here's to a new year. And and while, yes, you try to get all that stuff even pre-planned and pre-scheduled and written up and everything, um, Sometimes it can be kind of hard to get yourself into that mindset. At least it has been for me. So I usually come back like that first week. And again, it's that setting goals and stuff. And I think we'll probably do an episode closer to uh, that December time when we can talk about like 2024 goals and stuff like that, that we're planning on both setting for our, uh, you know, our respective businesses. Um, so what I do is... In the again, because of the the seasonal seasonality of my business, most of the gift guides that I will do because people are starting to shop earlier and earlier will be done in November. So December is usually um, more like what to wear to a Christmas work party. Um, I'll talk about you know Christmas travel. So because people are already thinking, oh, I'd love to go to this place next year for the Christmas markets or something like that. So it's always like thinking about what's what's actually going to either, you know, what's going to be immediate content that's needed, but then also looking at even the next year. Um, what what is going to be what are people going to be looking for that? Oh, what I, that they want to do the next holiday season. Um, so gift guides are done in November um, so it's really more of the fun, I guess, fun stuff is what I would call it in December, even though you're still doing a lot of your your because you're still doing a lot of your branded posts and stuff and and uh, affiliates and everything like that. Uh, and then because January, January is really a slow season for influencers, which is why it's kind of a neat time to kind of get back into it and. Um, set those goals for yourself so you can kind of look at what you're going to be doing, what you're going to be focusing on. So um, 
in preparing for time off, I just go hard September, October, and November. And then December, again, I try to turn towards more of the fun content, like the things of like conversations to, that are safe at the Christmas dinner table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom Hanks is always a good topic there. Um, you know, uh, travel tips for the holidays, like, you know, you're traveling during the holidays. What's going to be the best way to do it this year? Um, not necessarily like how to book your travel, but just like things you should bring with you and um, what you can expect and that kind of thing. So that's that's kind of how I can kind of I, I ramp myself up to November. And then at the beginning of December, I just kind of let things kind of taper off and again, do more fun posts that are just fulfilling my own my own interests. And that's, that's how I'm able way to, to do it. Yeah. Well, that's again, because everything, everything by then is like, I mean, yes, you still want to post um, like on stories. You might once again plug an item that you're supposed to be repping, you know, in December, just in case there's those last minute shoppers. Like I'll always do like um, a post, you know, a week and a half before Christmas, like last minute Christmas gifts that'll definitely get there for you. That kind of thing. Um, that's always helpful. So that's maybe that last post that I would say is the real push, the real drive for affiliate links and all that kind of stuff. But other than that, it's just kind of letting yourself um, relax a little bit. Uh, And then you can take that time off. And then in terms of my writing clients, I always set kind of not like a time frame where I say, okay, this is the weeks that I'm going to be taking off. So if you, for one thing, a lot of blog posts, you don't really want to go unless you are like a lifestyle blog or travel blog. If you're a small business, you really don't want to be posting a ton during the week between Christmas and New Year's because there's not people aren't really thinking about business. So your blog posts can kind of get lost in the shuffle. So I do say like, hey, if you want a blog post to go live during that time, you know, this is when I need the information by. Uh, And then if you, you know, I try to get January's posts done also by like the middle of December, just so that A, everybody's kind of got that peace of mind that it's already in their website. But B, again, that just kind of lets me relax Mm -hmm. and um, prepare for my own stuff and then prepare for everybody's February posts. Yeah. So there's, there's the, with the two point pieces, that's kind of how I handle it. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. I was just going to point on that exact topic, letting your clients, your regular clients know it's not necessarily important for like the one-off clients because they, you, you likely might just connect with them one-on-one. But if you have like regular retainer clients, like you did with your maternity leave, like and said, Hey, yeah. by the way, you can send out kind of a blast. I, I typically don't have a lot of like membership clients at any given time or retainer clients. So I just connect again, one-on-one if like we yeah. get their two plan scheduled or whatever it is. Um, and then the obvious guys set you out of office so that they mm-hmm. know you're out, um, yep. you know, and um, make sure to pay any bills that you need to before you're oh, gone. Gosh, so you yeah. can like do that. If none of them are on auto pay, pay your contractors. Um, but I think, I think that's it for me. With the telling your clients with on my end of the the spectrum, when it comes to the when it comes to brands, you know, I'm still kind of 
not a new, I'm definitely not new when it comes to influencing, but I'm still on the smaller side. So like I will take opportunity, you know, if it's, if it's an opportunity that I feel serves me, um, even if I'm on a vacation, vacation time, like I'll, I'll take it on if it's, if it's something that's worthwhile and, you know, good, a good relationship that I can see building, I'll take that on. When it comes to my writing clients, what I will do is like at the end of October, beginning of November, I send out an email that specifically lays out when I am taking off. So usually that is, if not the whole week of Thanksgiving, and then the Monday afterwards, at least that like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Monday. Um, and letting people know, okay, I'm going to need material by, you know, beginning of the week before to get sure I get everything else in there. And then I, but I also list out right at that, in that same email, like, and this is what I'm going to be taking in December and January. And this is when I need stuff on. And then I just send out an, a, an email reminder and I, that I schedule because you can schedule that through G, even Gmail. Um, I'll schedule that and, you know, just have like the week before Thanksgiving say, Hey, by the way, get everything to me if you want something, because I'm taking this time off. And then, you know, middle of December, you know, I'll send that same email out. Okay. This is the time I'm going to be taken off. Like, you know, get your stuff to me. And then, yeah, that out of office man is always very, very helpful. Because it, that's it, that's and I've learned I learned that a lot over the past month and a half. Mm-hmm. That sometimes just having that set, like I, I can't tell you how many emails that I got from people, and they're like, "I need this," to, and and then they were like, "Oh, by the no, you know what? You already had sent me this. I know that you're not available. Like it's okay. This actually can wait." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, thank goodness," because you never you never ever want to disappoint people. You never want to ghost anybody, and that's why it is so important for you to stay in touch with your clients and let them know what your plans are. So that's what I will say on that issue. So I think we covered it all. I think we did. Well, again, Christmas or Hanukkah in August is complete. Thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community, and let us know what you would like us to talk about. You can also follow us on Instagram. We will not have a lot of holiday-themed content over there, but that's all right, at Cocktails and Content Creation. And you can email us cocktailsandcontentcreation at gmail.com. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at fashionablykateandco. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Make sure to tune in next time for another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. And until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. <laughs>